0: Hello and welcome to the New Story Podcast. Apologies in advance for the upcoming episode you're about to listen to. There are some um, audio issues, but please bear with me. We had some recording issues. Um, Thanks for tuning in and hopefully it's not too annoying to some of you. Lots of love. Hello and welcome to the New Story Podcast. With me, your host... Rebecca Conran, and today I have on the show Katrina Montgomery. Is Montgomery the name you like to go by, Katrina? Do you even yeah.
1: want to say that? <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> Katrina's cool. Katrina, <laughs> Katrina yeah. welcome from uh, from Daily
0: Astrology, one of my favorite uh, online, um, information hubs for all things, astrology, especially the most important astrology aspects. Um, you might, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I share, um, Katrina's posts a lot and just really value her insight. Um, she also does these great mini readings sometimes. So if you've been wondering about what's coming up for you transit wise, and you follow her on Instagram, uh, She does these mini readings around major astrological events that are really cool um, and sends you a recording and they're awesome. Uh, Welcome Katrina. Hi, thank you. Hi. Um, So I really have wanted to have you on the podcast because I just value your, um, you know, your vision as well of astrology and spirituality and what we're going through. And Interestingly enough, for the listeners, Katrina and I have a lot of similar astrological placements. Um, yeah, that we found out when we looked at our charts. So, um, yeah, welcome. And and um, you know, we were just talking before we started recording about like what the important astrological aspects really are right now um, that we are experiencing. Um, and Katrina, you're talking about the nodes and how how impactful they are um north node currently being in cancer south node in capricorn what are you feeling about this in terms of like this build that we've had going on into 2020 and just the current climate of like our what we're here to learn
1: well, right now it's always a big deal whenever the nodes switch a sign because they will not be back in that area of your life for another 18 years. So it's like a once in every 18 year opportunity to really align with that area of your life. So depending on where the nodes are actually in when, with your own birth chart, like the house that they're in, that will show you a better idea. But in general, being in cancer, this has a lot to do with our happiness and our ability to really find emotional fulfillment and so things are happening right now, helping us to make decisions and align our life and this is where fate is really stepping in, saying, "You want more happiness, you want more emotional fulfillment, then there's these things that are going to help you to align with that, and so we're really having to make the ch- like hard choices you know in a lot of ways. To break out of our comforts or break out of the ways that we've been told to live our life and really find our own inner truth to make the decisions yeah. that are going to align us with that. And it totally coincides with the numerology for this year because the numerology is three, which is, again, about us truly finding happiness and creating that in our everyday life.
0: Yeah, through through authentic expression of self, too. And um, mm-hmm. Katrina and I are both life path threes. <laughs> Ho- yeah. <laughs> <Holla>. <laughs> you know one thing i've been finding though and i think this is maybe the thing that really where cancer and um and capricorn really relate to one another actually even though they are opposites and like i'm a cancer rising capricorn and they aren't they're they're polar opposite kind of energies but i think where they relate is through this is through the uh, ideas of security like Cancer Mm -hmm. wants emotional security. Capricorn wants like Mm -hmm. material and physical security. And I found that, like with a lot of my clients, the main struggles that they're going through right now is this like knowing that they need to make shifts and changes and feeling really intuitively called, but really having a hard time letting go of the perceived security that they have, you know, the outward manifestation, whether it's a relationship or a job, or any number of things. What do you feel about that Like kind of security?
1: Well, it's interesting because what I feel like you're talking about is Neptune and the nodes. And this has been going on for like the last three or four months that Neptune has been completely aligned, working positively. So in a positive alignment, not in harsh angles, working completely with the nodes. So we have been going through what I would say is divine timing. You know, yeah. there's divine time at play Neptune is giving you that feeling of karma too. this is really uncertain I'm not sure but what are we doing? We're having to trust we're having to be guided, we're having to have faith, it's heightening our intuition it's heightening our ability to tune into that and to follow our hearts and to be led and to trust and have more acceptance of where our life is shifting and Neptune is always about allowing us to sustain the thing that we want to experience and in in um with cancer it's like we want to experience true happiness and we want to be our true self you know and so neptune is like hey there's these things that you're gonna have to let go of there's these big shifts that is going on in your life because it's working in this cardinal energy and we really it kind of gives you the like you don't have control over these things so there's a lot of things that we don't have control over that are ending or shifting you know, and so it's really having you to surrender and have faith and be led, but knowing that Neptune has been such a big part of this, you can you can trust in it. Yeah, you know, it's a higher
0: power stepping in. Yeah, and and Neptune being at home right now in in place. Mm-hmm, yeah,
1: and 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 that will never again be in our lifetime. We will never yeah. again have Neptune. There's so many transits that are going on that it's like, it will never again happen. This is once in a lifetime and maybe not even once in a lifetime. Yeah. and And so that's why it is big.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, I think sometimes when we think of like 12th house Neptune Pisces, we tend to sometimes get lost in some of the like more positive aspects of it, the spirituality, the compassion, you know the the connection to oneness but we forget that this is also the place of like deep karma <laughs> and uh dissolving of the ego and anything that really stands in the way to compassion and unconditional love and oneness Whoa. and so and that's interesting that you say that
1: yeah yeah Mm-hmm. because that's exactly what probably a lot of people have been going through with that Capricorn, you know, uh, that Saturn South Node, Pluto is the whole dissolving of ego. So that yeah. I didn't really see it as that, but now that it, now you said that like, yeah, but I think it's coming through with Neptune working positively. I think it's coming through a way that is much more kinder. Yeah. On us than like really, really ugly, which it could be. I think it's creating a little buffer. You know, because yeah. truthfully, Pluto, Saturn, the South Node, like, in Capricorn, like, are you kidding me? Like, that sounds really harsh. And well, so I, I think, think it never- is.
0: I think it is coming yeah. out kind of ugly for some factions of our society. You know, like, we're seeing it with, um, like, with the mass shooters. You're yourself. right. You know? If You're, like, right. You're right. You're yeah, right. You are the, str- like yeah. the bad side of it, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's some we stuff going on
0: you know one thing I love about the north node being in cancer too is that like it's totally about happiness and creativity and you know really being in flow with our intuition but I love also that it's it really is centered about around nurturance you know because cancer mm-hmm. that nurturing mother energy which isn't necessarily just like a pushover mom it's it's a strong mom you know and it's high yeah, it's mm-hmm. protective um, and, and, uh, and can be quite serious, but also can be really just like, it is the key to happiness really is knowing how to nurture ourselves the appropriate mm-hmm. way and giving ourselves that
1: nurturance when and where we need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that there is so much great because we're really diving into, and remember once in 18 years, you know, so this is such an opportunity for us to really get to the core We're getting to the core of like who we really are and this re-identification of who we really are. And there's a lot of ways that we have been repressed by these structures in society or these things that we are born into or, or our family or our religion. There's these things that have been repressing who we really are. And it's like if you want happiness, well, then you need to become who you really are. So, And also it's about aligning with how we feel about ourselves. Because there's a lot of ways that we feel about ourselves, and it's like, that's not even fucking true. Are you allowed to cuss on this podcast? Are you allowed to to cuss? Yeah, yeah. Are you allowed to cuss (laughs) on this podcast? Oh yeah, we fucking pass on this fucking podcast. Okay, but yeah, it's like these ways we feel about ourselves, and it's like, that's not even true. And we've been dealing with a lot throughout this last eclipse. We've been doing a lot of releasing around the ways that like we've inwardly related to ourselves, and how relationships have been affecting us and how they've been affecting our sense of identity or sense of self. And it's like our ability to really be our true self and follow the path that is really going to fulfill us. Like this is who you really are. This is how you should feel about yourself. This is, and this is the path you should go. So things are happening that are helping us to align with that direction. And so, of course, this is going to help us to find more happiness down the road, you know, for the next 18 years of our life. And right now with the sun in Leo. It's really saying right now, the best opportunity is for you to focus on following your heart because there's a lot of intuitive kind of guidance where you're instinctually wanting to go in these directions that are like, these aren't just little desires. These are your yeah. truth. This is what your heart wants to experience. And so it's like, allow that to lead the way. And it's also with Leo season, it's saying have more fun, you know, yes. have more wonder, have more creativity, Play step more. into this power. Yeah of creating your reality because it's being heavily manifested and attracted right now. And so for whatever reason right now, we really need to trust and be led and allow ourselves to have more joy and fun and play and creativity and follow our passions and allow our like creative self to be expressed. Like what makes us unique, put it out there. You know, there's a lot of repression around who we are, you know, and like our light and like how, You know, our light comes from our heart, our heart, you know, our truth, and there's repression around that being expressed. And so right now it's really helping us to open that back up. And this is healing our radiance. This is healing our light that we put out and the effect that we have on other people. And so this uniqueness, this passion, this joy, you trusting in yourself, you allowing yourself to be seen, you know, for who you are, that's unique. And why it's so important is because there's a lot of healing going on in this area right now. And we have that, you know, super big transit going on today and tomorrow and yesterday and, you know, all this week where it's really like expanding these natural gifts and resources, these things that are so valuable about who we are on a soul level. And it's wanting us to realize the worth, you know, like, yeah find security to create this. And there's luck around this. There's opportunity, there's abundance, you know, and it's expanding our gifts, our worth, our light, our happiness, our love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not
0: easy. It's not easy. And I think, I think some of the things that I am seeing the most in my clients of like some of the shadow side of this energy is also just like, and I think this does come up when when we have a lot of Leo going on too. Leo is amazing for having like passion and ignition. But sometimes it can make mountains out of molehills too. So this energy is also asking us to pay attention to how we attach ourselves to our fears, to drama, how we um like lose faith in ourselves easily and we um just really like, it's not all about just like focusing on like manifesting in the in an abundant way. It's also about noticing where we, where we limit ourselves and block ourselves from that by, by like going into crisis mode, going into fear mode, going into like, it won't, it won't work out for me. I won't be worthy. I'm not good enough. Uh, lack, lack mentality and nurturing through that lack Feeling that feeling of yeah,
1: loving yourself more than those fears, loving yourself more than those fears and those blockages and that voice, and all, yeah, you know, totally nurturing your inner well being and saying, I'm gonna do this for you, I'm gonna love you more than those things that have blocked me in the past or these things I'm so afraid of. I got you. It's like seriously, us mothering our inner child, you know, like seriously, you know, like loving ourselves and doing what we need to do for ourselves, for our happiness. And I think you're right on because today and the um, first quarter square of this Leo season is with Scorpio. And so there are these, these shadowed fears. There's these psychological blockages, And this is perfect because this is aligning with the opportunity that is coming on for these next six months. Because to me, this was the last eclipse because the last eclipse was on Pluto Okay. And this was the big release and that this eclipse season was setting the tone for the next six months. And there was the big, the big uh kind of challenge was in Capricorn. It's like, yeah, the cancer energy sounds so great. It's like, oh, you want long-term happiness. You want to change your life for the better. You want to be your true self. It's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. But then there's the South node and that's showing us. And with Saturn and Pluto, that over these next six months, there is major like psychological blockages and fears that we are going to have to confront in order to yeah. evolve in order to move forward. And this is like a big emotional metamorphosis around yeah. our sense of inner security and our inner power. So yeah, that's, that's there's so I'm, much opportunity there. Absolutely,
0: and that's one of the questions that I like to rhetorically ask people too. Is just like, what are the secrets that you harbor about yourself? You know, because that's the that's the things that we need to transform. That's the kind of Scorpio mm-hmm. Yeah, of that's good. You know, a secret that you harbor might be, I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy. Yeah. I'm I'm a failure. You know, they're not going to be pretty secrets. They're going to be things that we really have to look at head on and then have like immense compassion for, we have to look at it and go, wow, I feel so much compassion for myself because I have, I'm harboring this, this secret, you know? Um, Yeah.
1: That's exactly, Mm -hmm. that's exactly what I mean. When, when um, I was saying like, with the cancer nodes, how these things that we feel about ourselves that aren't even true, you know, like I'm unlovable or, I'm not a good person or, you know, whatever, there's these things and it's like, we don't really think about them, but they're like our inner dialogue that are completely affecting our emotions on an everyday basis. They're affecting the path we go in life, you know, how, what we attract. And so, yeah, these are things that, you know, asking yourself that question is a great way to dive into the shadows of what's really going on and the opportunity for us to release it and heal from it and like you know, re-identify with how we feel about ourselves is going to change what we are attracting into our experience. You know, we really are moving into this new experience. And I can see that with this Capricorn energy, there's a powerful karmic release. Of something, and if you want to know more, it would be in the beginning of Capricorn, which house that falls in for you. There is some sort of area that you've been experiencing repression. You've been experiencing some sort of karmic lesson where you and what you can achieve and who you are out in society and your emotions and how you feel, there's this repression that you've been experiencing that is being dissolved. It's like, it is time to let this go. You have transcended this. You have evolved past this and so this next six months we are releasing this old experience and we are going and I think this is going to totally coincide with Jupiter coming into Capricorn where it's like boom 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 it's like total game time in this area where it's really building something new a new experience and right now we're having to do the heavy work of pushing through these like major psychological blockages that it's like hey everything is supporting you to leave this behind are you going to fucking do it are you going to stay afraid like you've already done it. It's already here. You're manifesting it, but you have to push yourself past these final things over the next six months. And this old experience where you've been, you know, really held back, you're not going to experience that so so much anymore. Well, and one thing I think that like the upcoming Virgo
0: season, I think Virgo season is going to be really strong for us, especially that new moon Virgo, because basically every, all of our personal planets are in Virgo at the same time. And it feels like with our entry coming up later on in the year with Jupiter going into Capricorn, um, like that's all about also like expansion through limitations sometimes like acknowledging our Mm -hmm. respect for our limits and our structure of our lives and our inner authority, you know, like expanding through that. And I think, this Virgo season is going to be a really great time to kind of start that going of like getting organized and knowing what your limits are like physically and emotionally, knowing what your boundaries are physically, emotionally, mentally, and starting to really activate how you organize your life around yourself, you know, and what, mm-hmm. your, and what your needs truly are, how you need to like take care of your body and your mind and your spirit every day. Um, mm-hmm. so one thing I was going to ask you is like, you know, we have no fucking planets in air. And how do you think that's been sort of like affecting us and affecting our, like, yeah, I mean, we definitely are off balance a little bit in terms of like having that nice ability to reason.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Because uh, we're not supposed to reason right now. Right. Exactly what the Neptune is trying to do. It's like, stop reasoning because... That's the whole thing with the Aquarian energy compared to the Leo energy. It's like there's some things in life you can't understand with your mind that you have to feel. You know, that's what we're here for. We're here to experience these emotions. That's one yeah. of the things. And so with the Aquarian energy and the Virgo and Virgo too. And I think we're gonna really experience this in Virgo, especially as it's opposing the Pisces and Neptune. It's like you can't make sense of everything. You have to have more faith. You have to tune into your own intuition. You have to adjust to a higher perspective to help you understand things especially where you can't control certain things and stuff like that so i think the lack of air is helping us to tune into our other senses which is in divine timing for us to use yeah and we're really we're really learning
0: to let go of any kind of validation too because in order to trust Hmm. intuition you really just have to like let go of like any kind of validation i mean you know, I just saw a client last night by by chance I haven't seen in 3 years and I had told you Katrina recently like that someone sent me an email another client about helping her get pregnant and it was her second baby and like so I, I ran into this client last night from a few years ago and she was like I am pregnant with my second child and I know for sure that you helped me get pregnant with my first child and but at the time That's when I was cool. doing Yeah, it's, it's so cool. But the time when I was doing the sessions, obviously I'm just, I'm expressing the messages that are coming through, but with no idea it's actually going to be validated in the future or not. But I still have to like be strong in like my courage or my expression of self and what I feel and trust in myself. Right. And that's really what we're being asked to do too is like you might not get validated in the things that you're doing for years to come or ever you know you might not ever know that like for sure the thing you did totally. like absolutely the you were right on, you know, but you, still, and that's why it's that's really asking it. us to
1: believe in ourselves. Yeah. You know, that's why it's really like, no, don't need that outside validation. Believe in yourself. And regardless if you believe in yourself or not do it because you're worth it, do it because you love yourself, do it because you want it, you know? So it's like, we even have to get past that of needing, you know, to, um, have proof or whatever, you know, of course, yeah. And I think that's even a whole process. Also, the whole thing of moving into your heart, you know, it's like out of the mind, needing to have the proof and just trusting with your truth and what you believe in and what your heart says. And, you know, I think the heart and the intuition connection is really strong.
0: Yeah. What are the, um, what are the, what are some of the placements and transits that you're most looking forward to coming up for the rest of this year, Katrina? Is there anything that comes to mind of something that you feel excited about? I mean, it's all exciting, but
1: like anything. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I haven't thought about it, but definitely, what would excite me would be Sagittarius season with Jupiter there, because Jupiter is the most beneficial planet we have. You so having direct. it in his home, yeah, and it will be direct. Yeah, it's going direct on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Are so you the most Jupiter beneficial planet, Katrina? Huh? Do you have Jupiter in Sag? No, I okay. have Jupiter in Libra. Oh, and right. I you know, Jupiter it's interesting time. because Jupiter returns aren't always so like, you think they'd be all great, but they don't necessarily always feel great. Like Jupiter and Jupiter Scorpio, <laughs> no. no, you know, because it's going to expand what's going on, put a high beam on it so you can really see it. It's going to yeah. change your life in beneficial ways. But sometimes the things we see or the experiences we go through, yeah, or the things we need to become aware of, like Jupiter and Scorpio like I don't know that didn't feel so great for a lot of people but I do feel like this Jupiter Sag is this is in its dignity so it wants to help you grow Jupiter wants to help you expand like this is a time of great growth and it could be very fortunate
0: yeah yeah I mean I'm in my Jupiter return right now and I I'm pretty excited for what's gonna happen when it goes direct again but it's definitely been um you know, like an intense expansion of my my own personal truth. And I think more than anything, just like integ- about integrity. This
1: year has had so many, you know, we have uh, Neptune in Pisces. We have Saturn in Capricorn. We have Jupiter in Sagittarius. Um, is there anything else? I mean, the nodes in Cancer and the nodes deal with the nodes of the moon. So I don't know if that's its home placement. I don't know about that, but... Was there any more that were in the home? I mean, different times, you know, Mars was in Aries. The sun is now in Leo. That's its home. So we've had these these planets that have been staying in their dignity. And that is rare. And that is really good, powerful energy because you're using the best of that energy. So to get the best of Jupiter, take that. That's freaking awesome. We'll be back for another 12 years. But Saturn... Saturn will not be back. Now it's going to be like another 29 years before it comes back. Saturn being in its home, this is the time to really lay some foundation of like the things that you want to achieve. And so there's big things, big opportunity that we've been having right now to create these changes in our life and to really push past our perceived barriers and our boundaries. And Jupiter is helping us to shift our perception and to expand past these beliefs that have been limiting how far we can go because it's like right now, you know, we are in this midst of time where it's like, you can go farther. You've been dealing with this stuff. You've been dealing with this repression. You can go farther. You've been dealing with these repressed emotions or these ways that have not allowed you to be your true self and to follow the path that is true to you. Maybe you didn't know what that path was. Maybe a lot of the conditioning of society told you, oh, this is the direction you should put your energy, but it was never going to make you happy. Or there was parts of your heart, parts of your truth that were always meant to be expressed, But you were born into, you know, a certain family or a social group or, you know, just society in this time where those parts of you, maybe you had to hide them or maybe you had to repress them because they didn't uh, quite fit in. And so there's a lot of this repression, these ways that we've been held back that are being released. And we're doing the heavy lifting right now of doing that and like transcending that. But that has been happening. And that's where we're experiencing a lot of this discomfort is these ways, these emotions, especially like shame and frustration and feeling like, you know, you didn't do enough and you're not achieving enough. And you're, you know, a lot of guilt, a lot of ways that guilt and stuff has played into it and depression, uh, you know, different emotions that have been holding us down from truly finding more happiness and affecting the path we go. So as we're releasing those, as we're doing a lot of this healing with this north node in Cancer, you know, and this heavy releasing that we're doing in Capricorn, Jupiter's in Sag wanting to expand our life. Uh, Saturn is in Capricorn saying, let's build, let's build something that is, you know, really aligned with what you are here to achieve. Saturn is like, it is freaking time. Saturn deals with yeah. karma, it deals with time. And it's like, you have work to do. You know, it's, it's time to put in the work. It's time to take responsibility for your happiness, what you want. And it's like the things that you are manifesting right now are really moving into supporting your future reality. That's why in Leo it's saying, Hey, focus on your heart, focus on what you love because yeah. what you're putting your energy towards is manifesting your future reality.
0: And not to mention Chiron, of course, and Aries, you know, which is all about identity and the self and You know, the need that we have in society for identity and then how that identity, all identity, creates separation for us and expectation for us and things that have kind of disconnected us from our spirituality. It's such an interesting time. Mm -hmm. And then we've got Uranus and Taurus going Well, let's rebel against any archaic traditions, any archaic belief systems that are no longer, that no longer work for us. And like, yeah, that's why I love, I love young, I love all the young people that, you know, you can really see, you can see and sense like where things are like have shifted. And you can also see how they're, their generational astrology is different right like my generation has pluto and libra we're transforming the way relationships have been done mm-hmm. um then mm-hmm. the generation after is pluto and scorpio shifting how mm. sex is done right like mm-hmm. how we how open we are to the taboo and or mm-hmm. what has been labeled taboo and um it's so wild and beautiful to see everybody having such a powerful impact, no matter what generation they are on Mm -hmm. how we are collectively evolving. And young people are just so necessary in that whole process. You know, they, they are so much clearer in some ways, the way that they come in, they're so much closer to their spirituality in a lot of ways. I feel like when they, when, as they're coming in, have you noticed that with like
1: your kids, just like this, more of this clarity in them? Well, yeah, if we're going to go to that young of generations, then yeah, for sure. You know, there's less conditioning on them. You know, they're coming in, to, in a way, into a freer society than what we necessarily came into. You know, times are changing so much and we're expanding so much and there's so much more space now for us to live in our truth. There's so much more acceptance, even though you can look at the opposite and say, no, there's not, but there is, there is. You know, we are expanding. We are allowed to be more of our authentic self. And as we continue to do that, it creates ripples and waves that allow for people after us to come in and to not hide their tr- truth and to be their true self. So I think yeah. that that plays a big part of it as well and why they are like that. Absolutely. But I think truthfully, I think a lot of these kids coming in are high evolved souls and they're going to be a part of like the new building. You know, a lot of us, we are here breaking up these structures. You know, there's parts of us that do not fit in. We're here breaking it up, saying, I want, you know, free of these ways that you guys are holding us back or society is holding us back. You know, we're breaking this up and they're coming in here and they're much more. I don't want to say like kind-hearted, pure. I don't know. I don't know. Cause I mean, I'm not trying to say they're way better than us at all, but I think a lot of them have very evolved souls and that are here yeah. with a mission that is bringing in some more, uh, probably age of Aquarian mm. type energy and, I you think know, it helps- helping to bring that the specific- And if you look at it, they all have Pluto and Capricorn. So that makes sense. They are here for that change of structure. They are going to yeah. be, you know, making big changes in society. Like these, these kids that are coming in are going to be, you know, really stepping into a position of power and hopefully making it more of this utopian or, you know, age of Aquarian type society.
0: Well, and one thing I see with them is that they don't, they don't ask for permission because they don't need permission to be themselves. And I think something that we've all bought into as a society, obviously for eons is like this, this like need to be, to be accepted and to have permission in order to be who we are. And now we're moving into a place where we don't need that permission. We're going to be who we are regardless because we're releasing these needs to be validated. And I think a lot of that is also that Chiron in, um, Aries energy of like, I'm going to be unequivocally, unequivocally, unequivocally myself. And I'm not going to ask for permission. And I'm also not going to give a shit if I'm not given any permission, you know?
1: Yeah. I love that because I didn't think of that. Um, I would, and I think that's completely true. And I would also say that would be Uranus in Taurus, yeah, because this is about us liberating ourselves, from these condition patterns that have been affecting our ability to truly be good on our own, truly self-contained and it's asking us to use these gifts that we were born with. And it's going to help us to attract a better life and, you know, tap into these gifts that we have and these different resources that that we are born with, like our heart, like our minds, like, you know, whatever your creative talents are and saying, you can attract more for yourself. You need to find your security within yourself, you know, so it's dealing with a lot of different energy um, with it being in Taurus, but i think that it's going to really help us to liberate ourselves from these wounds of things that have been attracting our reality and also these wounds that have been affecting how uh like our own self sense of self-security you know us like wounds against our self-worth wounds against our value Mm -hmm. you know so there's going to be a lot of that and it's in perfect time with the chiron and aries yeah. you know because that's the same thing it's it's bringing up these wounds but to me it's more of like a band-aid like hey it's time to heal these wounds around your identity that you've been experiencing and if we look at the Capricorn energy how this is influencing it it's like that was the conditioning of society you know yeah so you so you feel bad about certain parts about who you are or certain desires that you have and this Aries energy is like healing these wounds around our desires and our strength and our courage and our path and our direction in life and helping in how we feel about ourselves and our sense of identity and hopefully helping us to really feel more independent when it comes to our direction and our ability to physically go after the things that we want to experience. There's going to be a lot of healing, but also Uranus is going to be working to awaken you to these wounds that have been affecting what you're attracting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What's your, what's your um, most valuable self-care practice outside of
1: astrology? Uh, um, well with my Mars and cancer, I do a lot of whatever I want to do. Like I literally <laughs> answer too. <laughs> yeah. Like, but you have that Capricorn ascendant. So I'm sure that helps you to be more serious or probably cuts you on some of those, you know, like you'll push yourself more. It definitely don't makes, know. makes me ruled by
0: Saturn. I'll tell you that
1: much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So My moon is in, um, Capricorn and it opposes my Mars. So there's that Capricorn moon that's like, I want to achieve, I want to do this work on society. But Mars is like, but really it's time for a bath. Like I do a lot of baths, a lot of baths. Like water is so freaking healing to me. It's so magical. I've done, I've had so many shamanic type healing uh, experiences just meditating, like in the bath, you know, and. Um, another thing that I really do, of course, nature, you know, being in nature, um, and just, yeah, observing the surroundings. Like I'm really into, you know, watching the messages from, you know, the animals and stuff like that. But another big thing is I'm always dancing. Like I literally love, I hula hoop and it's like so funny. I don't uh but it's so gemini ascendant but like i literally hula hoop every freaking day it's it's so healing to me like i'll be driving the car and be like i can't wait to get home like i just want to dance that's so funny when i say it out loud it's embarrassing no it's amazing um, because i
0: I love it katrina because it's like i just think like giving our listeners the permission to like use hula hooping as a self-care practice is phenomenal. And like I think anything can be a self-care practice that you're excited about and that makes you fucking feel good, you know?
1: And Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I'll totally like get down get down with like a good song and I'll be like Yeah, that was good. Like, dang girl, you know, cause it just feels so good. And like, I don't need anybody around or to show anybody. It's just because it's like allowing that energy and also, and that's the big thing. I do it as a healing. Like it frees up energy, especially with my work. I'm constantly absorbing everyone's energy and then it's a way to release it. So that movement of our body that dance does releases that stagnant energy. And I think it also has, you know, it helps that energy flow and then music and all that. So I think movement and dance and however, but yeah, so that's, those are probably the main things that I do. And I allow, I mean, I struggle, but by allowing too much, but I really try to give myself the permission to be guided by what I feel and what I feel like doing.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's so important. And also that's like that pioneering energy of like, we're Everybody should have the permission to do whatever the fuck they want. And that's, that's part of the thing that we're undoing right now. Of like in this world totally of, of, you know, 80 hour work weeks and like the bosses mm-hmm. and conditioning our
1: entire life. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like and the guilt, the guilt that we feel when we're living outside of how society told us to live, you know, society said, you're not supposed to spend two hours in the bath. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And like, <laughs> but yeah. some people do
0: and <laughs> it is hot it. as fuck and I don't have central air in my apartment and I actually don't like air conditioners anyway just because I find them too too noisy but I'd yeah. be, be taking those cold salt baths I'll tell you that much and they are amazing Nice, nice. yeah cold yes. salt bath
1: is amazing <laughs> yeah and actually I am that's one of the big things that I uh put in my bath is the Himalayan salt because the Himalayan salt helps to draw out negative energy so or other people's energy it doesn't have to be negative. So it yeah. helps to purify your energy. So I do some Epsom salt to help with like the muscles and. Uh, the minerals and then I do the Himalayan salt in the bath and that I really do and I do it for my kids too, especially if, you know, they've been out, out, you know, in the world a lot or they're acting, you know, super emotional or whatever. If they're acting outside of themselves or if you've gone through something where you're acting outside of yourself or you've gone through like a really, you know, some sort of drama or was in some sort of intense situation putting yourself in that Himalayan, uh, that pink salt or whatever, taking a bath in that, that really helps to bring your energy back into like yeah. balance. Yeah. Katrina, it's
0: been so nice having you on today just to talk about this and just to give our, um, you know, the listeners like a nice bit of inspiration of like what is coming up right now and what we're meant to be learning. And I think above all, just like for the listeners to know that like, having a hard time is part of the process too. It's like, we're not meant to just be like, you know, rainbows flying out of our ass all the time. Like if you're having a hard time, something, there is wisdom building in you. There is something definitely shifting because you're feeling the rub. You know, I feel like that's yeah. when the healing is really taking root and that's not the time to give up. It's the time to like go even harder into your, into your spiritual practice. and. You know above all, like the main advice that I would give any of our listeners is to really like also pay attention to the physical body and the the things that may be like fucking with your emotions like coffee like alcohol like sugar that are mm-hmm. on, a, on a on a um on a mm-hmm. real subtle level, you know? And, uh, for me, like, you know, I just lost my, my dog of 15 and a half years, but I actually, I felt so clear through the whole thing. I was able to move my emotions in a really, in a really, uh, authentic way. Like they, whenever they would come up, I would just move through it. And a lot of that has to do with like clarity because my food and my diet is so clear right now that my body is just able to move through emotions in a different way. So one of the tools. Well, and I think that's also
1: that, that North node energy of like our emotional maturity. Like we're going to be able to handle emotions and how things affect us and how people affect us in such a more mature way that is going to allow us to have more happiness. And we are dealing with the removal of a lot of repressed emotions. So Yeah. yeah, having a hard time and having to feel it like have faith that these repressed things that you didn't realize were affecting your life were affecting your life. So now that you're feeling it, allow it to be expressed. Neptune is there helping you to transcend it. It's helping you to heal it and rise above it. Uh, the South note is there helping you to leave it, leave it in the past, but you know, this is going to help us in so many ways. So I think feeling it, you're healing it. It's needed. Yeah. Yeah. But Also it's not mentally, it's knowing how to detach and not, we're we're coming from a place that is much more conscious of our emotions. And so we can see how our mind and our emotions keep us on this vicious cycle and like overly thinking and not trusting. And, you know, I think a big reason why you were able to move through it is because you were able to probably find a higher perspective of why things are happening that allowed you to accept what you couldn't control. Yeah, Yeah. You know, the passing, the passing, you know, so... I think that's the thing too, is like where we are mentally like going over and over and getting stuck on certain emotional experiences. And this is mind, emotion, mind, emotion, and it keeps affecting how we feel and we keep thinking about it. And there's these thought loops. So I think that's one of the things is we're becoming aware of that and we're handling it differently and we're breaking out of those mental patterns and handling things from a little bit more detached perspective that is more emotionally evolved.
0: Wow. Thank you so much, Katrina. Thanks for being on this thank podcast you. today. Uh, for all the listeners, uh, follow her at Daily Astrology. And I'm following her on, at Rebecca Conran on my Instagram. So if you have trouble finding her or anything, um, you can find her on the people who I'm following, which is only 200 yeah. and some. And Katrina's one of them.
1: <laughs> yeah. I need so those daily-, daily updates. <laughs> Which, don't wait for those to be daily, though. I had to break <laughs> away from that. <laughs> right, right. It's a little bit of a fib because I literally couldn't keep up with that. But it's daily underscore astrology underscore. But I am trying to be more active on my stories and just share some information if I'm not able to post. But.
0: And definitely look out for her, um, uh, mini readings that she does. They're amazing. Um, and I really recommend doing when I did one for the, um, eclipse and it was awesome. Um, and, uh, thank you so much, Katrina. And I'm just like, so grateful for you and all you do. And I'm just so happy to connect you with all of the new story podcast listeners too. I know that like um, it's, it's just like anytime I need a little extra inspiration, um, I definitely find it when I, when I check out what's going on with you.
1: Thank you. I am grateful to help. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is fun.
0: All right, love. Thanks okay take care thanks for tuning in to the new story podcast with me your host rebecca conran bringing you interviews with different artists and creatives and healers and also the weekly energy report your uh, astrological update each week thanks for tuning in and sending you lots of love for more information about my sessions retreats and more please see the show notes or go to www.rebeccaconran.com